This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. Merry Christmas, even though it's the day after Christmas when I post this. So technically, Christmas has not happened yet when I'm recording this right now, because today is like, what is today? December 22nd, December 22nd. So Christmas has technically not happened yet, but still, whatever, by this point, Christmas has happened. So therefore, happy belated Christmas. Happy belated Jesus Day. If you guys celebrate Jesus, there may be some people that do not. Maybe maybe you're Jewish. Maybe it's Kwanzaa for you today. Okay, so I don't know. But anyways, happy belated Christmas. But because it's a day after Christmas, we are still kind of celebrating it because I wanted a Christmas special episode, though I do not have Christmas stories, but I wanted to still make it Christmas theme. So I'm in my room right now. It's midnight and I have the coffee shop jazzy music, right? But it's the Christmassy themed music. So I'm going to be playing that throughout the episode just to give a Christmassy vibe because why not? you know? By the way, guys, I have updates for you on my love life. So do you guys remember how I told you about how I got ghosted and how I was annoyed and like upset about it and all of that stuff? So update, um, the beginning of this week, he actually messaged me this long, long paragraph apologizing for ghosting and explaining that it was because he was so stressed with med school that he literally silenced his notifications for weeks and he apologized for not handling it properly and saying that he could have worked on his communication skills better with me and that he owed me that and that he felt really bad and that he still thinks that I'm a really good person and that I'm very kind, very sweet, very smart, very beautiful, all all the right things that are true. <laughs> kidding. No, I'm not kidding. But yeah, basically he apologized for everything. He took full accountability and um, he said that going forward, he will try to be more transparent with me and more honest with me so that I don't feel left in the dark again. So, so far, he's been doing really well, actually. I did forgive him because I did appreciate that apology. You know, he really went in depth and explained himself. Now, normally, I do not take people back after that type of shit, you know? But based on the way that he apologized and based on the way that he explained himself and how he took full accountability, I did appreciate that. And I don't know how we were before the ghosting and all of that stuff like our interactions were really really good to be honest with you and it had only been a week of talking but i felt good about it so yeah right now um we're talking again 
and we actually are rescheduling the date. So I'll keep you guys updated on that too. So stay tuned for what's going on in Ree's love life. <laughs> but yeah, um, not gonna lie. I'm very happy that he reached out again because I, I do like him a good amount. But I'm also trying to like not say that too much to jinx it. <laughs> but you know, you guys know, you fucking get it. You just get it. Come on. Like we all have been there. We've all felt that way where you're like, oh, I like them, but let me not say it that much. Like, let me not fuck myself over. Do you know? I think you know what I mean. Anyways, enough about my love life. How has everyone been? How was everybody's Christmas? Like, what did you guys do? What did you guys get? I don't know what I'm getting yet because <laughs> for me, when I'm recording this right now, like, I... It, I have not experienced Christmas yet. It has not happened yet. It's December 22nd. So I don't know everything that I'm getting, but I know that in my family group chat, we sent links in the entire chat of what we all wanted. So I better be getting all of what I fucking sent. Okay. <laughs> Cause I really want them. Like I sent in there some podcast equipment I wanted. Like I put essential things that I want. There's not much that I actually want just for fun. <laughs> Um, like my mom told me to send links to like nice things that I wanted because my parents are very extra, like very extra. They like brand name things. And so my mom was like, go on Saks Fifth Avenue or go on Nordstrom or not, not Nordstrom Rack, um, Nordstrom, like not the Rack. <laughs> she said, go on Saks Fifth or go on Nordstrom or go on Bloomingdale's, like go on those websites type in like the brands that you like and then send us the links right and she's like it doesn't matter if it's this price or that price like just send it so um she didn't care so I, I sent her like these really beautiful Prada shoes and then these beautiful Christian Louboutins so I actually have a pair of Christian Louboutins and I don't mean any of this conversation is like a flex or anything. I just genuinely do appreciate brands for what they are. Now, I'm not like a brand whore. Like I don't have like, I don't, I don't go out of my way to get a whole bunch of them, but I do admire them. Like I'll still be happy with if you took me to freaking Walmart and I got like five $3 tops, or if you took me to Target and I got like $22 pants, like I'm, I'm so fine with that. I could take simple things like that or even go to the thrift store, get a whole bunch of things and make it look expensive or make it look like rich and make it look good. And I like that. I don't care, you know, but I do still appreciate the brands. But anyways, going back to it. Um, yeah, so I have these Christian Louboutin heels. And if you know what Christian Louboutins are, those are the red bottom heels, like the iconic, like they're, they look like stilettos and they've got the red bottoms underneath and the top is black, whatever. It's beautiful. These are beautiful heels. Now I can't fucking walk in heels to save my life. I cannot walk in heels. Like if you think you stumble, like girl, I fall, like I can't walk in heels at all. So I just simply like, don't do that. <laughs> um, so the Christian Louboutins that I have, they are heels, but they're not those heels. I got the one inch heels, 
probably like half an inch honestly like these are really like short heels but i love them and they're beautiful um and they're like pointed they're like so beautiful so i was debating getting there's these christian louboutin loafers that have the red bottoms and then the top is black and they're beautiful but i figure well i already have christian louboutin brand shoes right like i have the heels so why should i get another you know so i decided the prada shoes because i don't have anything prada and so these Prada shoes are so beautiful. You don't even, oh my God, they're so beautiful. They're these like loafers, but kind of like heeled loafers. Um, like, like a little higher than usual, I mean, because I know loafers have a little bit of, of heel, but these are like a little bit higher and they're like slightly pointed. They're like a triangular. They're so beautiful. I'm like obsessed with them and they're white and they have like, the the Prada tag on it they're so beautiful I'm obsessed with them and so that's the only gift that I know for sure that I'm getting only because my dad had me sit with him when he placed the order to make sure that they were the ones that I wanted because those are very expensive to be honest with you they are and he wanted to make sure that he got the right ones in the right size and everything but I'm excited to get those I think they're beautiful. I think Prada is a beautiful brand. I haven't gotten anything in it, but my sister has gotten a Prada bag gifted to her from my parents before. And the way that they gift things are so beautiful. Sorry if I said beautiful a billion times, but like I really am obsessed. Like that is one thing I love about nice brands. The way that they package things, like the time that's put into it, is so like admirable if you ever see how burberry packages their things like oh god i love how burberry packages their things i do love the brand burberry a lot as well i also like um there's these other brands too like like ted baker packages things well too tori birch does as well there's so many brands that package things very well but personally, I really like how Burberry does. I can't wait to see how Prada does because I haven't seen too much of Prada. The Christian Louboutin packaging is also very good. I'm just obsessed with it. I really like, ugh, I love creativity like that in beautiful big brands like that. It's just ugh, it's so extravagant. It makes you feel good when you order it. So yeah, but um. Anyways, let me know uh, what you guys got in the comments or anything like that or swipe up on my story. I want to know what you guys got for Christmas. Like, tell me anything exciting. Like, I like to hear those things. Genuinely, I do. So don't be shy. Literally tell me like right now, like actually just swipe up right now. <laughs> Literally, don't be shy. But anyways, we've got three stories for today. Um, one of them is a written in story from a TikTok follower. One of them's an audio message. And the last one is actually my own story. So the audio message and then the one that's my story are actually both spiritual stuff because I haven't done spiritual stories in a little bit. And I want to make sure that those are still included 
as much as they can be. So we are going to be doing the spiritual ones today, and I'm really excited for that, honestly. But before we get into today's episode, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit what this podcast is about if you're new here, which if you are new here, I'm very happy that you're here. Uh, So this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with 3 You spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores. And you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Story should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message instead of typing out your story, just please keep it up to five minutes max. Thank you. All right, now let's get into our first story of the day. So this one, like I said, was sent in and written in from a TikTok follower of mine. And this one is called My Mom's a Narcissist. So I'm going to read that. So my mom is a narcissist and we have never gotten along. It's always been like that. We never had the same opinions. We always fight. We never wanted nor agreed on the same things. I grew up fearful of her because she was also very manipulative. She used to turn people against me and then play the victim after. Anyways, back around May 2022, I wrote a list on my phone of the type of guy I was looking for in a relationship. At the time, my mom was consistently trying to get me to date this other guy. We'll call him Anthony. But I didn't like Anthony. In December of 2022, I met my fiancé, who he is everything I could want and need and more. He's not perfect but his flaws are the same as mine, so I can't judge, but he is the opposite of who my mom would want. I don't care in all honesty, but she wants me to be with a Christian man who is my age. Some of the ideas of what she believes to be a perfect man are unrealistic and crazy to me. My fiance and I face obstacles like being long distance, but we are currently trying to work together to close the distance. He is also Muslim, I started reading the Quran, and he never forced me to or anything. I just wanted to understand him better. I'm actually wanting to revert in the future. I've never had this love for the Bible. We also have an age gap and are at different stages of life. He's older than me, and I'm not ready to be married with children just yet. But he feels more ready for that. However, I do still really want to be with him, and I do love how I feel when I'm with him. It's easy for others to judge us from the outside because our relationship isn't the traditional route. But I love him and he loves me. My man is everything I want and need. And if my mom can't work through her religious hate in the way she stereotypes him, then that's in her. My fiance shows respect for her regardless. I know my mom won't accept him because of her ways, but his family loves me and accepts me. When you look at both of our personalities, they are similar. We didn't want anyone from our home countries because we aren't into them. He wants someone feminine and submissive. I want someone dominant and who can protect me and be a traditional man. We both wanted each other and that's it. And even though my mom hates it, she's the only one who does. My sister loved our relationship and accepted it fully, but she passed away on 11-16-23. 
My mom also spread lies about him and I on the internet, which hurts me because I love him. It's hard because I also live with her and have to deal with that. No matter the obstacles we've been facing, we won't stop talking. We won't leave each other. He always tells me I'm the most beautiful girl he has ever seen and that no woman comes close. He tells me he will put his hand on the Quran to prove to me how beautiful I am in his eyes. This man means his words and actions prove it. Whew, okay, I kind of have some mixed feelings on this one, I'm not going to lie. Um, we're going to start off with the first thing. So first off, I do agree that your mom has some serious issues. It definitely sounds like that. Uh, like you mentioned, she turns people against you. She's manipulative. Like she plays the victim, which are all like really like bad qualities. Um, they're not good at all. It's, it's definitely not motherly. And then um, you also mentioned how she spreads lies about you and your relationship with him on the internet, which is also fucked up. I just kind of wish I heard a little bit more detail on those things. Like, I wish you kind of mentioned, like, what specifically she said or, like, what she did. Like, I wish I could hear a little bit more details on that. Like, it still sounds fucked up, but I just wish I knew a little bit more. Um, just out of curiosity, just to better target what the root of the reason is, like, why she acts the way that she acts with you, you know? like why it doesn't come off motherly but based off what i'm understanding so far it kind of seems like she has this a little bit of jealousy attached to it combined with her trying to i guess live through you and i say that just because of how she also tried really hard to get you to go after another guy even when you were with your fiance i just think that's a lot and kind of like invasive like it shows she doesn't respect your boundaries at all it just kind of seems like she hasn't been trying to genuinely understand you like it hasn't it doesn't seem like she's been trying to make the effort to understand you but see like this is where my mixed feelings kind of come in here because i feel like even though she doesn't want to take the chance to understand you i do think that in a very toxic way this is her kind of believing that she's looking out for you or showing that she cares like i said it's toxic and it's unhealthy but i do think that she actually does care about the choices that you're making with your love life because she wants to make sure that you are happy but i do still think that there's like some type of jealousy involved along with just complete judgment and i think that judgment completely has to do with just herself and only herself like she's probably received or felt judgment her whole life and then she just projects that onto you i think that's why she acts the way that she does um also i think it's very beautiful that you took your time to learn so much more about his culture and that he's genuinely so kind to you and caring it does seem like you're really happy with each other my only advice though is that you should make sure that even though you both are happy that he's also trying to get to know your side better too it's good that you're doing so much to understand his culture but i feel like i didn't hear too much about what he's doing for you other than complimenting you like it's good that he's complimenting you and he's like being supportive in that way and telling you that you're the only woman he has eyes for but I feel like that's stuff that a partner should be doing anyways and 
like him giving respect for your mother i feel like that's also like a basic thing to do and this isn't me trying to like bash anything at all or anything like that but i feel like i didn't hear too much of like what he does for you not that he doesn't like maybe you just didn't mention it but i feel like it's important to to like make sure and reflect like is he putting in the same effort that you're putting in because what i'm hearing is that you put in the effort to learn more and more about his culture and you're doing all these things you're putting yourself through a lot of stuff you're also willing to handle the long distance and you're also you know his fiance but you also expressed that you're not really ready for marriage and kids but you're his fiance i feel like you should kind of reflect a little bit before going further just in my opinion personally and that's like i said not in a way to bash you or anything at all or bachelor relationship or have doubts like i don't think you should have doubts but i'm just saying i do think that you should just think about it a little bit more and be sure about it and like going back to the distance like that is a lot to handle i would say just be aware of what truly comes with all of that which i'm sure you know you are doing that like i don't know how long you guys have been together so i'm sure you're aware of that but um I do feel like even though you do seem happy, I didn't hear too much of what he's done for you on his end other than kind of bare minimum things that a guy is supposed to do. I don't know. Like, it, of course, like, it's very sweet that he's telling you that you're the most beautiful girl that he's ever laid his eyes on, that he will hold his hand in the Bible. Like, he's saying sweet things, but personally, I feel like there's a lot of guys who, who could do those things. And like I said, it's it's not in a way to bash anything. It's not in a way like that. But I do think even though you express certain things that, you know, it seems like you guys are happy and it's like a sweet thing, you got to make sure that he's also putting in that type of effort that you are putting in into the, the bigger picture rather than just compliments and rather than just being sweet what else is he actually doing to get to know you better as a person or get to know your mind or get to know like that's what i'm curious about and like i said you know this listener didn't really mention too many details on that so i don't know like maybe he could be doing more but from what i'm reading here it's seeming like very you know surface level things is kind of what i'm getting but like i said this is more just to bring awareness like bring attention to like hey make sure that you really know what you want and he's really doing everything that he can to also put in the same type of effort that you're putting in because the last thing that you would want is a one-sided type of relationship and i hope that that makes sense and also too like there is the age gap there's the long distance there's you know the you not feeling ready for marriage or children yet but then you guys are also fiancés there's it seems like there's a lot of little factors in there that they seem little, but it's easy to 
get a little bit confused later on with those things if you don't figure them out and work through them. Not that I'm saying that you guys have problems or anything either, but it's easy that those small things can become problems if you guys aren't fully sure on where you actually stand. Even though you guys seem happy, you never know. So that's why I'm kind of bringing that up. I'm just trying to look out for you. That's all. Like if I were you personally, I would take my time and maybe wouldn't have become a fiance just yet if you aren't actually ready for that. Um, and it, who am I to tell you? Like, you know, like I can't tell you that, but I'm just being honest and being real because it seems like you're not entirely ready, but at the same time you're happy it seems a little bit confusing in my opinion, but just pay attention to his actions and see how far his effort really goes. And, you know, like I said, it's nothing to bash your relationship or anything like that. It's more of just, hey, heads up, girl to girl talk. I want to make sure that I'm honest with you and that you know that I do have your back and that I want to make sure that you're you know, making the right decisions and stuff like that. So yeah, that is really all I have to say on that. That's why I had mixed feelings. I do think that you guys have a beautiful relationship so far. I just want to make sure that it's not one-sided because it seems like you're doing a lot to get to know his culture, but I would want to make sure that he's also trying to get to know you very well too other than just giving you compliments. So yeah, <laughs> that's my personal take. But if you have any more details or anything like that where I could be completely wrong on certain things, maybe I misjudged it or anything like that, absolutely feel free to send in um, more information on it. I would like to know more and then I can give you guys updates too so yeah anyways we are going to move on to our next story so this one was an audio message sent in from one of our listeners and this one is a spiritual ghosty one and this one's called a ghost wanted to gossip with us so we're going to give that a listen I think I've always really been open to the concept of ghosts and you know just spiritual entities and like life beyond death that kind of thing and I do have so many different ghost stories, but I think this one specifically just revolves around my house, right? And just for a little context, um, the people that used to own my house, it was a couple that, you know, they raised their family there. They lived most of their adult lives there. And um, unfortunately, the couple has passed away because they were, they were really old. Um, and me and my family kind of have a running joke that you know that our house is quote-unquote haunted because I wouldn't say like haunted because I feel like there could be a lot of like negative connotations sometimes with haunted the work haunted but we do believe that the wife you know resides in the house and um my mom will joke about you know here and there sometimes she'll be doing something in the kitchen and she might like something might move or whatever she might just feel like a presence near her and she'll just say hey like don't worry, girl, like, I'm taking care of the house, like, I got you, like, that kind of thing, trying to be, like, lighthearted, reassuring, that kind of stuff, so this specific story 
um, revolves around me and my mom. We were sitting in the, the living room and we were kind of just chatting, talking about just like normal everyday things, our little tea session, if you will. And in our living room, we have this older radio. Um, and the way that it works is that you touch the top of it and it turns on, you touch it, it turns off, that kind of thing. So in order to turn it on, you have to touch it, like physically touch it. So we're talking about, I couldn't even remember what it was. I think it was like school drama or, or something like that, right? And the radio turns on, like all of a sudden. We weren't near it. We weren't, you know, messing with it. No one was near it, touching it, whatever. Nothing shifted, nothing fell on it. And we kind of stopped and just looked at it for a second. Like, okay, that just happened. That was weird. And me just being lighthearted and joking around, I kind of was like, hey, listen, like, whoever's here, like, I appreciate you want to be part of the conversation. I was like, but can you just turn that off so we can continue talking? Like, that kind of thing. Like, I hear you. You want to be part of our little tea session? That's great. That's wonderful. But you're interrupting. Like, just hold on, right? Um, just just trying to joke around about it. Because really, inside, I was kind of freaking out. Because it was just so odd. Um, so, yeah. And I said, you know, can you turn that off? Boom. It turned off. Um, I was getting even more scared. My mom was like, um, that's strange. So I was like, okay, like, haha, very funny. So I, again, I don't know what I was thinking. Could not tell you what I was thinking. But I said, hey, can you turn that on again? Like, if you're actually here? Because I'm thinking, okay, maybe it was a fluke the first time around, whatever. So I asked it to turn it back on again. Lo and behold, it turned back on again. And I was officially freaked out. So, um, you know, after that, I kind of got up. I turned it off. Me and my mom were like, uh, like, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. So we kind of laughed it off, like, chuckled, whatever. But, like, things in, like that have really happened a lot in my house. Um, just, like, little things here and there. You feel a presence. Like, things turn on, on and off. And hopefully other people can kind of relate to that. Just feeling like there's another, like spiritual entity in your house and stuff like that but yeah that is that is my story about my quote-unquote haunted house and one of these spiritual or very strange experiences I've had with possibly the wife that used to live in the house Ooh, hell no hell no I would die I would literally die. I would literally shit twice and die if this happened to me. I mean, like, at least you were with your mom when it happened because then you weren't alone, you know? If I was home alone and some shit like that happened, I, I don't know. I would I would just die. I would just die. Like, oh my god. I would hope at least my dog is with me when that happens. But even then so, like, I don't know. I would just take him and, like, go for a walk I would probably just go outside it would be worse even if it happened at night like the daytime I could kind of handle but like could you imagine if this shit happened at nighttime and it was like just yourself like I said at least you were with your mom that shit is so creepy the fact that it like like it was definitely a presence like clearly because you asked it the first time and it took it off then you asked it again and it turned it back on and then you took it off yourself like and I trust it like when you feel a presence you feel it and the fact that it listened to you 
like that has to be a strong presence because for the other side the like the paranormal world to actually do stuff back is actually really hard to do it requires a lot of strength and force and energy and power so that must have been a powerful force in there i wonder if it's um the woman that used to live there before like if it's one of the people or maybe if it's a relative like that's just crazy I don't know how you did that, but you, you handled it pretty well. Like, you just calmly took it off. I would just panic. I just... I don't know. Also, I'm curious to know what other things go on in your house. Because you said that you do feel the presences at certain times. Like, I don't know about you, but I didn't really fully... Like, I didn't full-blown grow up in a house where I would feel that. Like, I, I don't think my house is crazy haunted or anything like that. I know a lot of people who they've said like, oh yeah, doors open and close all the time in my house. Like I've never experienced that, not in this house at least. I know when I was little, like we used to live in another house when I was very little and my whole family has said that they've experienced something in that house. Now I was too little to really know, but I wouldn't be surprised if like maybe I picked up on something when I was little. But at this house that I'm in now, and we moved into this house when I was six, like nothing crazy has happened here other than like crazy dreams that I've had where I've had like a presence visit and that's been wild. But thankfully I haven't seen anything here. Sometimes I feel like I may hear like footsteps um, if it's quiet or like weird things like that. But it's nothing too extreme where I'm panicking. Like I'll just... If I hear anything, I just convince myself. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely the wind or like the, the air circulation, whatever the fuck it be. Like, I will just make it up so that I don't have to like deal with it because I, I will get too scared. But damn, girl, that is crazy. That is crazy. I want to hear more stories like that. So send me as many more as you can. And if anybody else wants to send any in, like be my guest. I love to hear these stories, even though it scares the shit out of me. I do love to hear it. So send them, send them in, send them my way. But anyways, we are going to get into our last story of the day. So this one is actually my story. <laughs> I haven't told like a spiritual ghosty story in a while. And I just figured like it, now more than ever, like why don't I just tell one, right? Like this is the best time. I may as well. So this one doesn't really involve ghosts per se, but it's more of just like a, a creepy spiritual kind of story that happened that was kind of also cool. Um, I It has to do with a dream. So if you guys know me, I am a very lucid dreamer. I have been lucid dreaming pretty much my whole entire life, like since I was very little. And if you don't know what a lucid dream is, a lucid dream is when you are able to be fully aware of your dreaming state 
and you're able to recognize that you are in a dream and you're able to fully control your dream. You can control the location of it. You can control what you're doing. You can control whatever it is. You can change the people in it. You're able to fully be in control in your dreams. You can do weird things like fly and stuff like that. You can travel to different places. It's very vivid. It feels like you're there. It feels like this realm that you're in right now. It feels like real life. So that is what lucid dreaming is, if you don't know. And they say that the way you can tell you're in a lucid dream is if you can see your own hands, which I see my own hands in lucid dreams every single time and in pretty much the majority of my dreams I, I usually do, or I just know that it's from my point of view. But anyways, this story is called My Dream Basically Let Me Know That I Was Gonna Be Rejected. <laughs> That's basically what this is called. So I remember one time a few summers ago, I was on, I think maybe it was Hinge. Yeah, it was Hinge. I was on Hinge and I had sent somebody a like and this guy that I had sent a like to, it was someone from my high school, right? And we hadn't talked in years. We only spoke once in high school ever too. And he was like the hot, cool kid, right? I was shocked because like when I sent him the like, he liked back, you know, like he um, messaged me and stuff like that. Cause I was like, I sent him a like with a message saying like, Hey, didn't we go to high school together? And he's like, Oh yeah. How are you? And I was like, Oh my God, like the hot, cool kid is being nice to me. <laughs> and like I said, this was like a few summers ago. So like we were probably like maybe 21 around then. So we were still immature, but like low-key i guess the after college effect of like oh i'm gonna acknowledge your presence now because we're both graduated college kids but i'm still the hot kid from high school Th that type of vibe whatever so we started like talking that day or whatever and it was going well i was like oh my god like maybe he's into me and i don't give a fuck i'm gonna name drop his name's spencer vid there you go guys if anybody went to my high school you know who that motherfucker is but anyways <laughs> Yeah, um, so we had swiped right on each other, and like, I, I was hyped, it was going well, I was like, okay, cool, like, let's see what comes of this, right? Then all of a sudden, dead, silence, silence for a few days, and I was like wondering, like, what the fuck happened? Like, I thought things were going fine, like, he seemed nice, and like, maybe he was into me, like, he didn't give a huge indication but I was like well I mean if you matched with me back like and you're chatting with me like maybe it's cool no I guess not <laughs> so I wanted to know so badly like what the fuck was up I had no idea and so do you know I went to bed that night literally so searching for an answer so much that I had this really intense dream and this was when I was really starting to actually interpret my dreams and getting more like predictions through them and stuff like that or confirmations that weird things like that um so in this dream i was walking on a on this bridge and it was like a long bridge and the bridge was broken and so because this bridge was broken i couldn't walk across it right and so i i jumped into the water and I was swimming and weirdly enough Spencer was in the story he was in this story I mean in in the dream he was in the dream 
and he jumped into the water too. He dived into the water and under the broken bridge. It was so random. It was so creepy. I was like, what the fuck? Why are we by like broken bridges? And then I woke up, right? And then I woke up and I actually go to check Hinge. And do you know, I see that he unmatched me and I it immediately clicked. And I was like, oh my God, we burned bridges. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like that's what the dream is telling me. Like that's why we were by a broken bridge. We burned bridges, broke bridges, literally. And I was like, oh my God, that's so weird how that worked. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's like a crazy enough spiritual story for you guys, but like I thought that was worth telling because I just thought it was really weird how that happened and how it gave me a prediction within it. I, I just definitely don't think that's a coincidence, but yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed that story and I hope you guys enjoyed all the stories that were told today. Um, I always love telling you guys some cool spiritual stuff if anybody ever wants to send in any spiritual stories please send them in i really like i'll never judge and i'll always find them entertaining so don't be shy to send any of them in send them all in but anyways thank you so much for listening to all of today's stories and i hope that you guys have had a really good christmas but now we are going to close out with our sound healing as we usually do so sit back lie down relax shut your eyes take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth and i'm gonna play guys thank you so much for listening today on today's episode and everything thanks for joining me i always love having you guys here it's always a pleasure um i hope that you guys have the bestest christmas ever make sure to follow me on everything give me some likes give me some comments let me know your thoughts on this week's episode if there's anything that you want more of or less of just let me know and if you want to share any stories, send them in. I love hearing them. Don't be discouraged. Like really and truly do not be shy. I will love to hear any story that you have. Don't think that it's not juicy enough. It's probably just the right amount of juicy. So yeah, feel free to send anything in. And again, thank you guys for joining this week's episode. I hope you guys had the best Christmas ever. <laughs> And speaking from right now on, on today, December 22nd, I'm also saying I hope you have a Merry Christmas from this time period. But you just had Christmas, so I hope it was good. <laughs> Confusing. But anyways, 
I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.